This is the uh, Bullshirt Podcast B-side. Uh, Dan's not here to bitch about the bumper music, so we're going to let it go today. I like the bumper music. <laughs> I like it too. So Dan can suck it. Dan, if you're listening, you can suck it. And Doug is pointing at his crotch right now. Yeah, totally pointing at my crotch right now. <laughs> So, Mr. Lester, uh, with everything that's been in the news the last couple of weeks, uh, the one of the things that I keep seeing repeating over and over is the subject of Karens. Yes. uh, Yeah. Um, Now, with Karens, it's uh, they seem to have a belief that their opinion matters more than anybody else's. And that's what it's really about. It doesn't matter if it's uh, a Karen getting offended because, you know, somebody happens to exist while being a different color than what you are, or if uh, you're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or, uh, you know, you're doing work on your own property doesn't matter. Uh, they, they want to interject their opinion about it. And for me, uh, Karen's have really, uh, just, they're finally starting to come front and center as far as these news items, uh, cause Karen videos are becoming popular. And, you know, it's my personal opinion that this has been going on all along. It's just now become a topic, sort of like any other movement that you want to name that something has been bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and bubbling, and then it finally explodes. I think we're at that moment for carrots. Yeah, I think this is starting to become sort of a spotlight year where everything that's fucked up is just getting pushed to the front and center of everyone's attention. And entitled white women who've never been told no in their life is one of those things. I totally agree. Um, and 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 I believe you're you're getting close to the true root of the problem there. Yeah, that you've got a lot of these women that have that they're just not used to hearing no. They hate that word no if there's something that they want uh, <laughs> and they can't have it. They pitch. Let me speak a to the fit. fucking manager right now. Yeah, because he'll tell me yes because I'll be a, a cunt until he tells me yes. Pretty much, and personally, I believe that. Uh, like a lot of other problems like uh, racism or anything else, I actually believe that that, te- that behavior is taught in childhood. Uh, and personally, I think that it goes back to the whole princess theme uh, that a lot of that a lot of girls are raised up under. Um, because you, you, you've got to take a step back and you've got to look at what is a princess. A princess is a woman who is 
born into power by birth. She's not ruling the kingdom because she's the princess. She's not the queen. She's the princess. <laughs> so she has no real responsibilities, but yet she has that power. And simultaneously, everybody around her is kissing their ass, you know, giving them <laughs> what they want. You know, the princess gets the pony. The princess gets the blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Disney has built a fucking empire off of Disney princesses. <laughs> and uh, you've got all these little girls. They're dressing up as princesses. I want to be a princess. Uh, you know, I want to be Cinderella. Fuck you. No, I want to be Cinderella, <laughs> you know, and you, you've got these uh, and, you know, uh, the, there's a lot of parts of feminism that I agree with. But see, here's the weird part about that. This whole princess thing is actually part of that patriarchal structure. Hey, I have power, but yet I have no responsibility, real responsibility behind it because, you know, that's the king and the queen. And in <laughs> yeah. the scenario where there's a king, that's pretty much where the buck stops. And dad's yeah. got to deal with everything. And, and, and further going into that princess culture, that they believe they have to shield these little girls and give them everything that they want. And uh, and often with no sort of real discipline or correction, and just like when you get a, a when you get a, a a boy, when you don't give a boy any discipline or any direction and no limits, that's the kid that's just a super asshole that nobody wants to <laughs> hang out with. The, the that person doesn't have any fucking friends because no goddamn body can stand him because you know when you're around that person it's all about them and whatever impulses that they want to uh pursue whether it's beating you in the fucking head with a sledgehammer or you know here drink this vodka pours it down <laughs> your throat you know now let's go rob a liquor store you know that's that's what happens the after to school people. special uh star yeah but when that happens to uh, happens to a lady you know they just have to make a few correct choices here and there and they can literally just sail through life under this sort of patriarchal oh i'm a lady you can't say this or do that around me whatever shield and yeah. and and they're sort of shielded from all that and i think these ladies get out into the world and uh you know i think that when they think that there's something that's out there that they don't agree with because they were raised up in that princess like atmosphere of you're special and you matter more than anybody else <laughs> that you put that in a white chick. And that is literally the definition of white privilege. She is this lady that thinks that she matters more than anybody else around her. Her opinion matters more than anybody else around her. And she wants to speak to the goddamn manager. <laughs> right now. Right fucking now. 
that's that's a, yeah i never thought about that that uh it sort of starts early um with people basically spoiling the shit out of their uh girls when they're super young but that that doesn't make sense and that would start the trend of never being told fucking no <laughs> yeah yeah because daddy's little princess gets everything <laughs> That's yeah. I never when, thought about that. When when you're you're when you're raising your daddy's little princess to get everything, you're not preparing them for a, for the world. You're raising a a, a fucking horrible human being. <laughs> yeah. When you see the little tantrums and you're when you realize, holy crap, I've got a mean girl. Jesus Christ. I mean it's 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 your fault. Do something always, about that. I don't know what happened. Where'd she get this from? Mm-hmm. I didn't teach her to be mean. I just gave her everything. Yep. And, you know, there there's a lot of things that... In uh, uh, my, my personal fa- favorite with this whole princess, princesses and Karens and whatever else, uh, whatever designation you'd like to lay on them, my... my my favorite part about that is when they want to be the center of attention so bad that uh, that they actually get offended for other people. Well, oh, that's some kind of video error, but I think our audio is still good. Yeah, our audio is still good, but uh, yeah. Oh no. All right. Have we got video back, Mr. Lester? Can you hear me? There right, you I think are. I'm here. Yeah. I, I, I see you oh, now. No. All right. Am I back? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think I have an echo going on here. Oh, there we go. Okay. After a few technical difficulties, uh, (laughs) we're here. But shit, where were we? You threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I I know what it was. I had a VPN on. I probably messed up our connection. But, okay. Yes, Karens, indeed. But yeah, uh, you, you know they've been my the one that has really cheesed me off. Other than the really obvious, you know, especially where you have the the cosmetic CEO that comes out and the guy's riding in chalk on his own property. <laughs> oh, the Black yeah. Lives Matter. Uh, you've got her. Uh, within the last week, you had the 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 lady who it uh, turned out that she used to be an exotic dancer that had a freak out at a Fiesta supermarket in Texas <laughs> that started chunking all her groceries. Uh, oh, the, I saw that one. Right. Yeah. Because and, she had to wear a mask or else everybody would die. And that was just too much for her. Right. And she, uh, it, you know, the sad part about it is she could have done that 
if she would have already paid for all the groceries. But, you know, since she started throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She got, she got in trouble for that. Um, but, you know, so these, these stories have been popping up all over the place. Those, those obviously piss me off. Uh, but it's literally something I've been seeing my whole life. Uh, but the, I, I think for me, the worst end of this whole Karen deal is, uh, you know, also uh, going back to that princess theme. A princess also has to be the center of attention. Yeah. So following that same princess theme, you have you know, a lot of these ladies that turn around and get offended for someone else. Like you can be sitting there with your friend and, uh, you know, with a lot of guys, we will sit there and poke fun of each other for sport. It amuses us. We get off on (laughs) it. Yes. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) You know, and you can have someone where two parties are sitting there interacting and then you get this little princess Karen that comes over and here's the two of you talking and you say something to your friend. Let's say he has a lack of intelligence or he's a different color and you're both having fun with that and he's poking at you, you're poking at him, and Karen comes along, and she gets offended for somebody else. Now, wait a second. Yeah. She has to be a part of the conversation because she feels left out, so, you know. Right. When you call your short buddy a sawed-off motherfucker, she has to get offended and say, Uh, I'm calling the police because it's illegal to be mean. (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, you could be sitting there with your friend who's Spanish descent or, you know, or not Spanish descent, cause that's actually European. We'll say Latin yeah, American they'd be white. descent. Yeah. yeah. Still white. Um, <laughs> so you, 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 you've got a friend that you're sitting there and, uh, he's, he's, he's fucking with you. And he says, you know, an off comment to you about, yeah, you're, I, yeah, how's that making great make America great again thing working out for you? And then you, <laughs> and then you turn and look at him as like, well, we built, we're trying to build the wall, but we built it a little fucking too late. You're already here. <laughs> you know, that, you know, that may be hilarious between the two of you, but then yeah. depending upon which hat that Karen wears, if she wears a blue hat or a red hat or, what color her fucking panties are. I don't know. <laughs> you know, she, she's playing for whatever, for whatever team, because trust me when I tell you, even though it's conservative Karens that are in the news, you know, or, well, some of them are conservative Karens. Uh, and that's what's bumping about right now. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that's in large part due to the black lives matter movement. And I'm very supportive of that. Yeah. Um and I'm 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 very supportive that a lot of this is being brought out to light, but there are also plenty of Karen's on the other side. And it's still that entitled princess culture and it absolutely drives me batty because 
more than anything else, a lot of people talk about bullying. And all of the above is bullying with words and actions, not necessarily physical violence, but God right. forbid one of these ladies that runs around and does these sort of things and has these sort of opinions uh, was actually a miracle of genetics and was a, uh, you know, six foot three, 275 pound <laughs> cow bench pressing lady. I guarantee you there would be some bodies hitting the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen a couple videos, <laughs> the old uh, world star hip hop videos where people would be getting into fights in like McDonald's and there were definitely women throwing people over fucking counters and shit because someone said something that was mean <laughs> and hurt their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange world, dude. And that uh, that one video of the lady, I just saw it this morning where... um. Someone was like standing behind her car and she was trying to back out. So she decided to pull a gun on him for like 20 minutes. I I don't feel like that's the correct way to regain your right of way, but you know. No. Yeah. I saw that video this morning as well, uh, where you had a, you had a white lady in a minivan. (laughs) Of course. Of fucking course. (laughs) They were at a Chipotle. (laughs) I mean, let's let's see how far we can go down the uh, white vein here. You know, the only thing is that she wasn't standing there holding a jar of mayonnaise or anything. But uh, <laughs> or Starbucks cup. But apparently, the story goes that they were starting to back out in the minivan, just as these people. Uh, you had a. a I'm, I'm not sure if it was a woman and her daughter, a woman and her niece, woman and her friend. Yeah, uh, but uh, it was a woman and the younger girl that was with her was 15 years old. They're, uh, I didn't see, you know, they didn't exactly turn the camera around on themselves. But considering what I was hearing, I'm assuming they were black. And then, you know, you, you've got somebody that backs out in a minivan, hits a person, then turns around gets out of said van with a gun and points it at these people as opposed to getting out and saying, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Is everything all right? But because of the color (laughs) of these people's skin or these ladies skin that she immediately saw them as a threat and greeted them with a gun, not pulled a gun after she got out of the car to apologize and like, Hey, are you okay? And the lady just starts fucking wailing. Her. Yes. No, then I could she see hopped out with out a gun. gun in her hand. <laughs> yes. She hopped out with a gun in her hand and proceeds to go after this lady. Fortunately, I, no one got shot. Yeah. I wonder how you turn that in on your insurance. Like, I hit this person and I claim liability and then I pulled a gun out on them. So I claim liability for that too. I don't know if all state covers that brandishing a firearm. You know, I don't think Jake with state farm wants any part of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I could that be wrong. surreal to me. She, she started screaming, which is pretty typical when Karen's don't get their way and you just start raising their voice. Which doesn't usually help, but you know. 
It's like watching National Geographic. The threatened Karen wants to protect <laughs> when back to, her, to a corner. her Honda Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask to speak to your manager. <laughs> Let's see what happens next. <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome. Have uh, uh, oh Jesus Christ! What is that? Uh, British guy who commentates on a lot of those nature documentaries. David Attenborough? Yeah. Can you imagine having David Attenborough uh, narrate a Karen video? (laughs) I think that would be the greatest fucking thing in the entire world. (laughs) When backed into a corner. (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> so, uh, in other news, uh, Putin has been voted totally fairly to be able to reign over Russia until 2036. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was totally an unbiased election. Yes, not rigged, all right? No, totally not, not rigged. rigged. They love him. He's a very fair leader. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. And in 2036, he will step down and allow another fair election to happen. And we'll see, we'll see what happens sure. then. You know, not that he's totally gone on campaigns against homosexuals. Never mind the fact that he's been invading territories, trying to expand Russia back to its original borders for the Soviet Union. (laughs) Uh, Never mind the fact that uh, every time that there's an election, if uh, he has a political opponent that's uh, doing a little too well and is getting a little too much grassroots support that those people just mysteriously wind up in jail. Um, (laughs) Forever. Yeah. What did he do? Oh, he spit on the sidewalk. It was very bad. My question is, all right, this has been going on forever, right? So who is stupid enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to run against him? Uh, it wouldn't fucking be my monkey ass. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't understand how anyone would be like, all right, yeah, we're going to we're going to oppose him. We're totally going to get him this time. Well, they've you know, they've tried and um the thing is, is uh, it it seems weirdly enough like his support is mainly with the older, uh, you know, uh, I can't really say pre-communist, post-communist, but the you know the the older population that you know were it, it grew up under a communist Soviet Union, right, and it seems like. That's where a lot more of his support is, uh, and that's a lot more of that grew up during the uh, sort of the John Wayne era people where he has to be (laughs) big and bad, and that's why uh, when he came in after Boris Yeltsin, Boris Yeltsin um, ran uh, the Soviet Union for... Uh, you, you had Boris Yeltsin and you have Gorbachev and it kind of started with Gorbachev and rolled into Yeltsin 
Yeltsin was the last person in power, I believe, before Putin took over. And because uh, Boris Yeltsin had a lot of health issues uh, in whatever presidential palace or premier or whatever the hell you want to call it, they had a lot of medical equipment because the guy actually required a lot of care. Uh, And the first thing that he did when he came in was had all that shit ripped out and he put in his fucking workout equipment <laughs> and uh you know he, he he wanted to prove how manly he was and how youthful and strong and he was a strong leader in the whole nine yards which actually weirdly enough started morphing around like 2006 2007 somewhere around in there about the same time that you uh, were seeing those most interesting man in the world commercials for Dos Equis, <laughs> yeah. he started doing really similar shit. You yeah. know, he's got pictures taken with him where he's fucking riding on horseback <laughs> with his shirt off. Um, my, the, 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 my, my most favorite one was... They, they had a group of reporters that were watching him going out and doing swimming and cliff diving. Okay. Because yet again, he's trying to be the most interesting man in the world. And what they had done was they had taken some pottery samples from a fucking museum and put them in this specific spot so that as he was cliff diving and swimming, he comes out, look, I'm fucking Indiana Jones, too. Look, I I, I find things. You know? No, I don't, be- I don't believe you. Yes. Did that yes. really happen? Yes. <laughs> Hold on. I am going to look this shit up. I am going to put the story in front of you. I'm surprised they didn't put like a million dollars in a fucking box. Like, look what I found. <laughs> well, you know, I imagine he would have just make it more and more unbelievable. Oh, look, I found a brand new Lamborghini down here too. Oh yeah, here's your fucking YouTube video. Oh my god. Oh, and I would love it if you could cut the audio to this fucking thing into the podcast cuz people really <laughs> Yeah, this is when he was just out. He was just scuba diving. (laughs) All right. (laughs) A couple of ancient (laughs) jokes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just out here swimming and being Oh, and the camera's on him right when he finds it underwater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just out scuba diving recreationally with the press out there, you know. No dirt, no sediment on top of the jug. It's just sitting there. No, no, It's It's been underwater for God knows how long. It doesn't have any shit crusted on it. There's no dirt. They don't have to clean it up. He just walks out with his fucking clean pottery. I swear to God, this guy was going for the title of most interesting man in the world. Slash Indiana Jones. Yes. 
I am I am badass. I am Indiana Jones and Rocky all in one. Don't you feel like uh <clears throat> Trump is kind of doing the same shit where he's just trying to be the biggest badass that anyone's ever seen? Yes, because he has been in sales and specifically real estate sales his entire life. His his job has been to buy a property, do a few improvements to it, and try to convince you that he's selling you your own fucking personal gold whatever mansion, (laughs) and this is all luxury, and this is all everything. That's why, um, Jesus Christ, what was the name of the show? It was way back in the day. Robin Leach was on it. All they did was talk about people's yachts and mansions. It was pre-MTV Cribs. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, I want to say it was. Um, and he sort of he sort of embraced that. My personal opinion is that, that he saw some people like Hugh Hefner, who was basically a lifestyle icon. Yeah, you know, Hugh Hefner was a publisher. Hugh Hefner owned Playboy, but more than anything else, Hugh Hefner was selling a lifestyle with your, you know, with your smoking jacket, your fast car, your cool friends, your Playboy bunny girlfriend. <laughs> it was, you know, it was it was all about a lifestyle, and you know, he 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 literally became his own brand. And that's what Trump was after. Trump has constantly tried to align himself with, you know, sort of a a luxury, high-end stuff. I mean, that's why every time he puts his name on something, it's in fucking gold. Because, you know, (laughs) that's the, you know, that's that lifestyle that he's trying to pass along. And he's been selling that shit his entire life. I mean, it's it's like when you've got a guy who will stand on stage and not impress you with his speech or his oratory ability, but it'll stand up there and it's like, I'm so smart. I have all the best words. You know, people who have all the best (laughs) words don't tell you that they have all the best words. They use the best words and they show them to you. Yes. It's like 100% talk and no substance. Right. Which makes sense for a real estate mobile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And, you know, it makes total sense that he got elected because, you know, we tend to do that TikTok cycle, you know, mm-hmm. pendulum swings to one side, pendulum swings to the other side. And I don't think Obama was the greatest president in the history of the universe or any bullshit like that. You know, he, it, but he was well-spoken. He was intelligent. And then, you know, that pendulum swing sort of has more to it than just Democrat Republican. It seems yes, like he is the polar opposite of well-spoken and intelligent. Exactly. <laughs> he, he, he was the exact opposite. And that's what we seem to glom on. And we'll see. If he gets another four or not, uh, it'll be interesting. It's definitely not looking in his favor 
at this point. And I am definitely not crying in my beer over that. You don't think he'll get it? Another four? He might. He might. Uh, it I was, think you will. See, the last time, because we've had in semi-modern history, the one-term presidents that we've had were Jimmy Carter in, you know, uh, had a nice big recession while Jimmy Carter was in office, had uh, the whole uh, energy crisis. You had a bunch of other things. And then, uh, yeah, he didn't make it long. And then the second one-term president we had, it was more or less an extension of the Reagan presidency because Reagan got elected for two terms. And then Bush came in. And right after the Iraq, the first Iraq war, he was totally looking unbeatable. Uh, Dan Quayle was becoming more and more an albatross around his neck. And then you had the rise of the Ross Perot movement, which what Ross Perot allowed to happen as opposed to Bush winding up with a second term, the things that Perot was saying about opposing NAFTA uh, and a bunch of other stuff. I, dude, I remember those days. It was crazy, uh, especially when Perot was doing his own half-hour specials that he bought on TV. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen this in your in your life, Adam, uh, because I, I'm, I don't think you were around at that point in time. No, that was before my time. Yeah. He, he, he came on and... He had this this uh, little uh, what was supposed to be a back scratcher, <laughs> and it's about this long, and just like every other cheesy souvenir thing that you've ever seen in your lifetime, apparently that one came from either Florida or Louisiana because it had a little baby alligator claw on it, <laughs> and he kept talking about voodoo economics. Now, what they're gonna do is they're gonna do this uh, free trade and you're going to hear this giant sucking sound and all these jobs are going to go to Mexico. And he was talking about manufacturing and a bunch of other stuff. So well, he, he wasn't was, wrong. No, he, he, but he was effectively going after what a lot of conservatives were talking about at the time. So what he did is he took Bush's support base and cut like 35% off of it and took that with him. So that's what let Bill Clinton, when it came time to go Bill Clinton and uh, George Bush, that's why, because, you know, the way it generally goes, you know, a, uh, an election where somebody wins by a landslide, as they'll supposedly call it, with the way the Electoral College goes, but you turn around and you take a look at the popular vote and it's 53 to 47. That's not a, <laughs> yeah. that, that that's not a fucking landslide. That's six points. <laughs> the electoral college has always been weird to me. Everyone says we need it, but I don't. No, uh, we 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 really don't. Uh, originally, uh, the 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 original intent was that the the. Uh, the what you know, we can we'll just wrap blanket term and say founding fathers. Founding fathers knew that 
people in mass can be fooled by uh, campaigns, by fake fucking news, uh, by, <laughs> by oh, you know, by a lot of things. You know, they knew that they could be basically be fooled by a bullshit campaign. So the idea behind the electoral college was that the electoral college was supposed to be totally and completely independent from the votes um, that your representative that you sent to the electoral college was basically supposed to judge if the guy that you picked was of good moral character or not. And if that guy wasn't of good moral character, then the electoral college people could vote for whoever in the fuck they wanted to. So that whole your vote matters thing, it, it comes with a you know a little asterisk at the end. It's uh, not really. Your vote matters, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> See, because the thing is that the Electoral College is uh, based off of your uh, number of representatives that you have to Congress, whether that's to the House or to the Senate. And since every state always has two senators, that weirdly enough, uh, because every state has two senators and then however many number of representatives to Congress based on the population, uh, that your state in a smaller state, if you go to somewhere like Montana. Right. Your vote actually counts more in Montana than it does in California or wherever else when it comes to a presidential election. And uh, it, it, it's been said before that uh, if, if you wanted to get something closer to a true democracy, all you would have to do is abolish the Senate. And then ha as opposed to having the House and the Senate, which I wouldn't particularly be a, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't be a fan of necessarily missing one of those bodies. But then if you still had the Electoral College system in place, it would be based on population and your vote would actually count the same as everybody else's. Or my personal favorite, disband the Electoral College just go with the popular vote. People have told me when I try to tell them that that makes sense to me, just popular vote. They tell me that that gives a bigger percentage of the votes to bigger cities, but I have to inform them that a city can't vote the people in the city do. Right. Uh, you know, and they, they may have opposing political views and it's, it's, it's weird. If you look at, a uh, a blue red republican democratic uh, map by county up until you get into the northeast uh the northeast is a little bit different they're a little more blue uh overall than a lot of places but what you'll see in a red blue map is pretty much everywhere that it's a rural area it's red and then when you get to the cities then it's blue you'll have if you were to take a map, you know, especially since we're in Colorado, you start getting in an area around Denver and it'll blue up 
but the rest of the state is 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 very red. Yeah. Um, as a matter of, and fact, I think there's enough there's enough citizens in the rural areas to sort of make up for the giant blue blobs. Like that just makes sense to me. What about even out? Right. And but you know you have everybody terrified that their side is going to lose, um, <laughs> yeah. and what that's basically come down to because we've had more than one election where the person who won the popular vote did not win the seat. And we are one election away. If it ever becomes that a Republican candidate loses the popular, loses the, uh, loses the electoral college vote, but wins in the popular vote because they actually <laughs> made an uh they they tried to uh push legislation through several years ago uh and turn it into amendment where it was in the constitution where uh they would go with a popular vote and they sort of did it by uh default what they were doing is they were getting various states to sign on that okay whoever wins the popular vote that their state would automatically give its electoral votes to whoever won the popular vote. So you could actually still have that electoral college system in place, but literally just an agreement amongst states. All right. Whoever wins the popular vote, we're giving all our electoral college votes to, which would leave the system in place, but sort of not really. But the first election that we have, where there is a Republican that falls under the same circumstances that happened to Hillary and that happened to Al Gore, the first one of those that you get, I bet you that shit will come charging out of the gate so fast it will make your fucking head spin. The next day. We need to abolish the Electoral College right now? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It does always seem to shit on the... uh... The Democrat side. I never thought about that. At least the last two times. Yeah. The first time that happens to a Republican candidate, all of these, (laughs) all of these, you know, what would be called flyover states, rural states, whatever, to where it's literally off in the ass end of nowhere. And if, and if there's any blue in it, it's like one county, whatever their major city is, you know, and it's surrounded (laughs) by a sea of red. yeah, that's it. That's exactly what's going to happen. So, in uh, Epstein news, tell us what's up there, Mister Adam. So his girlfriend, confidant, henchman, whatever, Ghislaine Maxwell, just got arrested. Like I think earlier today. Uh, first, they arrested her on the child trafficking stuff, and now they're hitting her with perjury because she basically sat there and said, "Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about." when there were photos and about 87 witnesses who said, yeah, she was standing right there and she helped. She's like, I I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, you know, on private Island, all the money in the world, you know, probably gave her a large amount of power. You know, that's one of those things that I'm sort of familiar with the Epstein story, but I haven't really followed into it. So 
it's like I'm going to let Adam run with that because I know you've watched. <laughs> it's it very good. odd because there were multiple witnesses who said that she was there. She helped. Um, there were photos of her and Prince Charles and this girl that they were basically holding as a sex slave. They were all hanging out and Ghislaine said, yeah, never met her. And Prince Charles said, never met her. Don't know who you're talking about. So you mean people that did some shit wrong, totally denied. Uh... <laughs> my, my thing is, even when you're faced with like irrefutable evidence, you're really still going to say, nah, man, that's not me. It's Photoshop. What wasn't me? <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me has been a defense since the beginning of time. But, all right, so, okay, okay. There are sociopaths who will deny even in the face of irrefutable evidence. Okay. But why did it take so long? Because <laughs> when she said it wasn't me, everyone just went, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Well, maybe it was the fact that she was a white lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, the, the Karen... The Karen angry mob has come for Ghislaine now. <laughs> I'm glad to see uh, people starting to uh, get their slice of justice. I know that uh, in the Harvey Weinstein trial, there has been a uh, civil suit against him since uh, 2018 where his uh, victims uh, and at this point, I'm comfortable, definitely comfortable with saying victims. Yeah. Uh, because the man's gone to trial and a jury of 12 convicted him. So, uh, you know, popular opinion was that he did it. I believe he did it. Yeah. Uh, and there have been so many figures that were kicked around on what the settlement number was going to be. Um. Uh, I'd seen figures, you know, $80 million, $40 million, $25 million. uh, And they finally parked it in at $19 million. Uh, And I forget how many women that's supposed to be divided up among. I know it's numbering in the 20s, if I remember right. And personally, I think these ladies are getting the shaft. Um, yeah, that's nothing to him, dude. No, no. I mean, granted, I, I'm willing to bet that he doesn't have the financial resources that he once had, but it was the Weinstein company. And even though they kicked him off the board, they did whatever. It's not exactly like they can nullify the guy's percentage of it that he owned. And that is actually worth something. And yeah. I would like to see whatever his percentage of the Weinstein company is the, you know, the outfit that enabled him to be able to engage in uh, this sort of conduct with all these poor women uh, that uh, I, I, I literally think that whatever stake that he had in that company and uh, personally, all of his other financial interests, I think that they should just take his estate, chop it up, and distribute it amongst those ladies. You know, 
be nice if he's got any kids or something and give his kids some money where they don't have to suck dick on the corner to, uh, you know, buy a fucking latte or go to college. (laughs) But uh, outside of that, I think those ladies should get every goddamn thing that dude owned. Yeah, I agree. And as far as like any doubt, if anyone had any doubt that any of this shit happened, his contract, when you went to work for him, had outlined the amount of money he would pay you per sexual assault allegation that you presented to him. He said, yeah, the first count will be 150,000, second count, 200,000, third count. Yeah, you don't do that unless you are abusing people. No. It's not just, it's not, it's not a common fucking clause in an employment agreement. And I'll say this, if I was in Hollywood and Weinstein was gay and then he, you know, there was one day that he hit me over the head with a back of club, bent me over a fucking couch and broke one off in me, I'd, I'd, I'd be out for his fucking blood. You know, if, yeah. if, if I, if I didn't, if I didn't kill him, uh, I would definitely want to ruin him beyond all belief and take everything that motherfucker had. So. Yeah, you know, uh, no, you, uh, no problems with ladies going after everything. I agree. All right, do you want to call it right here, Doug? Yeah, let's call it. Um, I'm glad everybody uh, that's listening is listening. I want to personally thank you. I do know uh, some people personally that are listening to this podcast and following along, and just want to let you know that I appreciate you for the support. And uh, uh, we'll keep plugging along as long as you keep listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, Mom.